and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 320. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only two, no, uh, Matt, P uh, no, uh, Paul Despawn. Despawn, how are you, son? I'm good, man, how are you? Thank you for coming in last minute, I appreciate it. All good, bud. All good. It's uh, it's been a, it's been a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a week. It's uh, for those who don't know, my week again. I know every week I've come on the podcast lately. It's just like I'm doing this and I'm doing that. This week was just <sighs> pretty much the same. Honestly, I went to I went to Woolsmith this week and got to see him perform and do, do a book thing. Um, we're Twitch London. If I sound super raspy, that is why I was at Twitch London yesterday and Friday. What else did I do? I think some stuff I can't talk about. Some other stuff that I've been doing. So it's been a, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. I'll be honest. This was my last event, though. So this should be the last episode that comes out late for the my Xbox and the audience. I do apologise. I am sorry. I am sorry. How you been though, Despawn? You've been good. I've been good, man. I've been really good. Yeah, playing so, lots of video games. For people who don't know who you are, give them a quick a quick hello and to to what you do and who you are. Hello. <laughs> uh, no, I am Paul Despawn, formerly known as Despawn Games. Uh, I am a content creator on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, you usually find me over there every week. Uh, I generally do a variety of games. I've started a new podcast series, uh, the Despawn Podcast, where I'm talking to fans about their fandoms. Uh, and yeah, that's generally me, just a lot of uh, creating content all over the shop. Fair enough, fair enough. Make sure you go check him out. I'll put him in the description below of this week's episode. Uh, if you didn't know what My Xbox and Me is, is our weekly Xbox podcast here on youtube.com slash My Xbox and Me, and of course, all podcasts card services if you want the show early and to help support the show financially head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer we're 320 episodes in we don't run ads we haven't for over five years we are strictly funded by the people such as you like listening so if you have the means to be able to support patreon.com slash mcfixer is where we need all of your support each week I, again, I told you guys I'm going to get a little bit more aggressive with pushing Patreon because I've been very, I've been very slow with it. I've not been, I've not been, not been as aggressive with promotion, but it's going to pick up a little bit. We need your support to keep growing. So please, please do continue to support him. Uh, Patreon producers this week, we have the one and only Aaron God. Thank you very much. So we do appreciate you and the content creator himself, F. NH Paul. Thank you, boys, for your continued support and being Patreon producers. Despawn, topic of the show this week. We had the big X. I say big, it wasn't actually. It was big in some ways and then not big in other ways. It's, it was a weird one, right? It's yeah. the, the Xbox's 20th anniversary celebration stream. Um, Aaron Greenberg came out, said, Don't expect any new game announcements. Um, this isn't going to be like a news beat. Technically, it was right, but there was a lot of big stuff that did get announced here. Um, did you have a chance to check out the show, by any chance? Yeah, I watched the entire thing live. Um, I thought it was a really good show. Uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a bit. But yeah, it was right and kind of wrong in equal measure. There wasn't anything new, but there was definitely something we knew about. <clears throat> there was a lot of stuff there that, that yeah. mattered, right? So what was your what was your thoughts of the show overall? Um, um, I thought it was a really good look back on like the last twenty years. I think they they showed off like the history of Xbox really well. Uh, I loved seeing all those like the big E three moments and things like that, and it yeah. gave me those happy feelings inside about why I love Xbox and those moments that they create. Uh, so that was really good. Uh, I thought there were some good announcements. There were some things that I'm really looking forward to. Some things uh, I'm happy exist. Uh, and then obviously the big announcement at the end, which we'll obviously talk about. Yes, don't worry, we'll get to we'll get to it. So yeah, for those who didn't watch it and you want a little bit of a rundown, uh, we are, we will be getting a six part documentary series, uh, which is the history of the launch of Xbox, which is coming out December uh, in the UK. I believe we can watch it on YouTube. Um, in the US, I don't know where it's showing. Uh, I'm not too sure. It, it might be YouTube anything. as well, but yeah, I know it is on YouTube, Roku, and a couple of other streaming services. Got ya. Yeah, so that that to me was probably the second biggest piece of news to come out of this. I love documentaries. I've been I've been very I've said this a lot. I love NoClip um, and what they do, but to see a I'm not gonna say a higher end, but just a different to have the insight that that obviously Xbox have with their own company <clears throat> to produce their own show. 
is going to be crazy. And to hear the stories and to hear the... We, you always hear little rumblings about little stories when you go to events and stuff. But to actually hear it from the horse's mouth um, is going to be really fun. And to hear how Microsoft didn't even want to make Xbox and things like that, it's going to be super, super dope to watch. Um, what I do want the My Xbox Me audience to let me know... Would you like us to do a watch along on YouTube or what we're thinking of doing is doing a giant watch along in the MC Fixer Discord um, where we will watch it together, we'll be quiet and then we talk about it afterwards. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want and we will try and make that happen. Are you excited for the documentary? I'm, I'm like you. I love seeing the, the background stories of things. Um, I know just from like past experience and reading stories and stuff, there is a lot of exciting stories around just the creation of Xbox and how it almost never happened. Yep. Uh, and it was, uh, I think I was, uh, I watched a, uh, an interview recently with one of the creators, and it was basically, he decided to do it as a big middle finger to Sony. Yeah. Because they said they were going to come in and do all this thing, and he went, no, you know, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was a big fight to get it to happen, but I'm just so excited that it is. And I'm excited to see more stories like that. Yeah, I mean, any stories that we can get in the games industry for me is super important. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, un, there's a lot of untold stories and gems out there. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that we're, that we're getting this story. Uh, the next piece of news that they added is that Xbox are adding uh, another 70 new backwards compatible original Xbox and 360 titles. Um, this is obviously a big piece of news for people who, this is a big piece of news for people who care about old games. Number one. And number two for preservation of video games is what I think is even the bigger piece of news in terms of, as an industry, I think that's something we do quite poorly in video games. Uh, we're very quick to move on, as I'm sure the My Xbox and the audience already know. Me, I'm very old games old, who cares, blah, blah, blah. I understand that's because of what I do for a job. I need to keep moving, I need to be on to the new thing. Um, but from a historian, historian, historic? Historical. historical thank you uh point of view i'm happy xbox are doing this and i'm happy yeah. that they they understand how important this is and oh, clearly they do because they're, they're they make pc their pc stuff and obviously that's a huge part of the pc ecosystem is being able to go back and play whatever the hell you want it's nice to see xbox also dive in deep and be able to do this as well um are you into old games or not yeah, I mean, I'm old, so old, old Despawn is old. Uh, but no, I love it. I love this as a, as a thing that Xbox have done. I know it's been a massive push for them from the beginning. Um, I did see a slight like addendum to this story. This is the last uh, addition to yes. compatibility. So these last 70 games are going to be the last ones that can add. Basically, I think it's like um, uh, usage rights and things like that. Licensing. Like Big that, yeah. licensing things of like, yeah, we yeah. just can't get some of these other games. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically which... got everything now that you can get uh, yeah. without having to sign new licenses i think that's fantastic i think the additions that they make to the game so with the fps boost and things like that yep. is fantastic uh, again bringing those uh, old games up to like a modern standard is fantastic i think what xbox have done with the series x and s and that ecosystem is brilliant uh and yeah so i love these old games it's nice to go back and see uh especially if you're on a nostalgia trip and just want to see like where your favorite series started uh what kind of what are the big like tentpole games so like we talk about one of the games that's in there is the Dragonhead series yeah um it like just seeing like bioware at their best and being able to go back and play those games uh we won't talk about recent bioware it's fine. <laughs> um but I, I believe they'll do something great one day. Uh, but yeah, no, like being able to go back and see those like those tentpole games uh, and being able to go back and play them again and experience them for the first time for some people is uh, is a brilliant addition to this kind of generation. Uh, and I know Phil Spencer's been very big up on like kind of like the industry kind of like going in on emulation and like yeah. preserving games. So I think this is like step one in that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so yeah, so I'm very excited for this. I think the big thing here, like you already said, there's 37 more uh, backwards compatible games getting uh, FPS boost added to it. So it's not only the fact that these games are being preserved and being able to be played on, on newer hardware, but the fact that they're also going to run better and look better is also like, wow, that's actually crazy to think. Like, st steady frame rates. Obviously, <clears throat> this is not... They're not remakes of games and stuff like that. This is just the hardware doing it, um, helping games run better, look better, feel better. Yeah, so it's a, it's a nice touch from Xbox. And uh, something I don't think they get applauded for enough, in my opinion. Yeah. 
I think it's changed the industry a little bit because I know like at the beginning of this generation with the Series X and S and the PS5, it was very much a case of um, PlayStation very much like you, like old game is old, we don't want to yeah. touch it. If you want the old games, go buy an old go console. Go buy an old console, yeah. Uh, when now it seems like there is a bit more of a push with them. They're kind of like trying to bring backwards compatibility a bit with these like uh, the PS5 editions. I think Death Stranding got one, got mm-hmm. a war, got an update. So they're trying to bring these things like tooth and nail drag it into the modern generation but i think xbox are like full-on making a big push for this and i think it's uh it's definitely a game changer that they do not get enough credit for yeah no i agree um the next piece of news i guess was we finally got to see our first look uh teaser of the halo live action tv series <sighs> did nothing for me personally it, it did nothing for me i'm not excited for this i don't care about this um we still don't even know where we can watch it in the uk because they're only advertising a uh, paramour plus and we don't even have that over here um what did you think of the first look um wasn't impressed by the look of it uh, i mean it's just it's your standard dude in a like it's it's cosplay dude in a, uh, a master chief suit um but the idea behind it i'm excited for like i think halo if you dig deep into it has got an amazing law especially yeah. the expanded universe in the books and stuff um i reckon if they do it well which i believe they will with steven spielberg uh, producing it um i think they could put on a really good show uh, and i think they can dig into some really good stories uh, if they focus on the right elements yeah, uh, I, d- so- I don't think they're going to unfortunately I mean, you're probably right, but I don't know. I mean, they are working directly with Microsoft, so maybe um, they might pull something out of the bag. Um, maybe. I'll give them the, maybe. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but like I said, I'm excited for the prospect of a Halo TV show. Um, we'll see what that looks like going forward. Um, there's been a couple of TV shows I've been disappointed with recently that I was excited for, so yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. I'm just... I hope it's good. I just don't think it will be. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, unfortunately. Um, and the last piece of news, which is obviously they saved the best till last, uh, they showed off the Halo Infinite multiplayer and said that it was launching today as the day of this being shown. Um, it's now been out, what's it been, five days, four days? Where are we at? Uh, yeah, about four or five days, I think. Yeah. Oh, in fact, it's almost a week. Yeah, it dropped on the Monday, didn't it? Was it mon- Was it Monday yeah, the show? Yeah, the, the show was a Monday. Time, time. I've lost. I'm losing days. I swear. Um, but the big, yeah, the big news was obviously they launched the multiplayer out of nowhere. It kind of leaked beforehand, um, yeah. which was a shame. But for someone like me, I didn't know it was getting launched that day because I didn't see the leak. Uh, I was very, very excited. Uh, we'll talk more about the Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer in What's In Your Box because we've both been playing it. Um, but are you enjoying it? Oh, so much. Okay. Uh, I have, yeah. I, I've been weird with Halo. Like, I love the campaigns, but multiplayer is not really something I've been touched. Uh, but obviously with this just being multiplayer, I was like, well, yeah. I kind of got to play it. It's part of my job. Uh, and yeah, I've absolutely fallen in love with it. I think every improvement they've made from the previous series uh, shows so much in here. I think that year delay has done them wonders. Uh, and yeah, um, I might I might have had a little tear in my eye when the announcement happened as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I was I was watching along and yeah, I I I'd saw the leaks. And I was like, no, they won't do it. They can't <laughs> do it. That's that's just that's just wildness on the internet. That's never going to happen. And then they did it. And uh, yeah, I tied up a little bit. <laughs> mainly i'm so excited i like the way that they let the developers announce it as well yeah uh, i thought that was really good because obviously they've they've had a hard well they've had a hard few years uh but definitely a hard year this year with the delay for a year uh, obviously working through the pandemic um it's been probably the hardest for any well it's been the hardest for a lot of people but yeah for that for that team alone i can imagine it's been hard uh, especially with it being like the tentpole title for xbox uh, but yeah, like I think it's um, they've done a fantastic job of bringing it. Uh, and yeah, that announcement was fantastic. It's it's. I was so happy to see them do it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was one of those ones where I was sort of. I was waiting. I was waiting for them to show more campaign as well because I thought the show yeah. was longer. Um, I didn't think it was a bad thing to end on, but I was just expecting a little bit more in terms of seeing more of the campaign. I'm kind of yeah. glad we didn't see more because. We already see a lot during that trailer they put out the other day, the first yeah. look thing, um, and yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about infinite multiplayer in what's been in our box. But yeah, it's uh, I'm 
I am even enjoying it, but we'll we'll talk about it in a second. Uh, this jump into fixes sack. Remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on socials at my Xbox and me on the Twitters, uh, or you can hit me up on my personal Twitter at mcfixer, or we got the Discord. We're everywhere. If you want to ask us questions, please, please do. First one here says, "Hey, fix cra- uh, fresh crash and Matt P's dead corpse." Sorry. They're not here this week. I'm going to say, which one am I? Am I the dead corpse? I guess you're dead corpse, yeah. Uh, I hope you are well. I apologize that this is not a question, but instead it's a thank you. I've been listening to the podcast for just over a year now and look forward to listening every week. It's gotten me through some rough times during the pandemic, such as closing down my business, delaying my wedding twice, and my fiance Haley breaking her knee in a car crash. I am finally getting married this Friday and things are looking up. You guys got me through it all and gave me something to look forward to every Friday. So thank you. I also would like to thank, uh, thank, sorry, I would also like to give Fix a special thank you for advising me not to buy the Series S or the Xbox One X and wait for the Series X instead. I I managed to get one at the end of September. Again, thank you for all you've done for me over the past year and a half. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Best regards, Lewis Glover. P.S. Could you please give a shout out to my wife, Hayley, as she is forced to listen to all my podcasts on our five-hour drive up North Wales. Well, first of all, congratulations to both of you uh, on your special day, your wedding. Um, and number two, thank you so much for writing in, Lewis. I do appreciate it. Um, you helped me. I'll talk from my. I can only talk from my behalf. Um, but you helped me get through the pandemic, doing my Xbox and me. Though we were doing it before the pandemic, obviously for many years before. But knowing that people were listening. Is knowing people are listening is always the driving force for why we do this show, and it's always the driving force for why being a content creator is so important, right? And that's why it's so hard when you don't get the numbers that you want because you just want people to listen. And to know that you're listening, to know that we are helping in any way, big or small, uh, period in your life, and whether it's people driving their cars right now, or whether it's people who are mowing lawns, or whatever it is that you do for a living, and you happen to stumble across this dumb, stupid podcast, um, thank you. But thank you, Lewis. We really do appreciate you writing in, and thank you so much for for enjoying it. Congratulations on your wedding, and obviously a huge shout-out to your wife, Hayley, for putting up with you. Because if you listen to this podcast, you must be a pain in the butt cheeks. So Haley, shout out to you. I hope you guys had an amazing wedding. Hopefully I get to see some photos. So send them through so I can have a look. I'd appreciate it. Um, next question is from Toplift, who says, With the next-gen consoles now a year old, how have you enjoyed your first year with them? What have you enjoyed? What have you not enjoyed? What would you like to see in the next year? Hope you're well. Matt, whack uh, whack on that tinfoil hat. Um, Yeah, so it's been a year now. I posted my picture um, of me and my Xbox, me and my PlayStation, and, of course, me in hospital. Because it's been a year since I was in hospital. For those who remember... That episode, which was like a two-minute episode, um, it's been a year since I almost died, which is nuts. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. But do you have any... You, when did you get your next-gen consoles, Despawn? Day one uh, for you the got, Xbox. Yeah? Yeah, I got the Xbox day one. I think it was like a day delayed just for delivery, but yeah, yeah I, got, I, got, I ordered that. I got that pre-ordered straight away. I fought to get the other one that we don't talk about on this podcast. <laughs> this um, but yeah, uh, and that one is now collecting dust. So yep, mine too. To show how yeah, shows how much that was. Um, but yeah, so I got that day one, and I do not regret a single day of owning it. I think again for me, it's the it's it's the quality of life things that you don't think about yeah. is what makes the Xbox Series X so so amazing it is it is fast um switching games it is the faster load times it is hdr it is it's all it's the ssd it is all of it and i think it's been a great year first year for the console Uh, actually let me say good i think it's been a good first year for the console we've had some we've had some really decent games come out on it um but i don't think xbox has had that big heavy hitter 
I'm going to contradict myself because, of course, I know everyone listening is going, you're an idiot, fools are. And yes, I agree with you, but it's not... The... <laughs> Again, it's, they, it's, it's well, it's not even that. It's because I'm going to say, oh yeah, but that doesn't get everybody involved, and then you see the numbers for fools. It's like, well, yeah. clearly everybody is involved. What I mean is, it isn't a, it isn't a, it isn't a, a game that you can, you can, you can run the brand through. It's not a Gears. It's yeah. not a Halo. It's not a, a mascot. It's not a, it's not a Nathan Drake. It's not a Kratos. It's not, it's not a, it's not a Lara Croft. Do you know what I mean? Like Fools' cars. It's cars, yeah. and we know what that is. So I don't think they've had that game yet, and I'm still waiting for that game to come that's really going to take Xbox to the next level in terms of first party. Um, but from a hardware point of view, I think it's it, it nailed it. The consoles are working. Yeah. The consoles work. There's no problems. Plenty of ventilation. I think compared to their competitors, it's more powerful. It's got more storage space. It's... It, it, it did now everything that we kind of hoped for, if yeah. I'm being honest. I think they also made a really good move on the kind of like the infrastructure software side as well. So quick resume, yep. uh, play anywhere, um, making the move to push their games over to uh, PC and just have that cross-play working yep. seamlessly. I think the, the marketing plan that Xbox have had for this year uh, and obviously the next few years going forward, I'm sure, has worked perfectly. And I think the Xbox has been right in the center of that. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think for for me personally, just owning it as a, as a consumer, it's been fantastic. As a creator, it's, yeah, it's almost vital now. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I absolutely love everything they've done so far this year. I don't want to say I'm a fanboy, but I, I, I'm totally on board with everything that Xbox have done this generation so far. And I think, yeah, the Xbox Series X for me specifically, and I think the S as well has been right at the center of that. It's it's been a it's been a good year for Xbox. Mm -hmm. It really has. It really has been a good year. I think it's um, a really good year. I'll just yeah. add to that. I no, please. Like the beginning of the year was a bit like I think it feels weird. Like I think Xbox and uh, PlayStation have kind of flipped a little bit. So like right at the beginning of uh, of the generation, it felt like there wasn't a lot of Xbox games to play. Whereas PlayStation were dropping Spider Man, Ratchet and Clank, and just game after game really yep. quickly in quick succession. But these last few months, especially, I feel like it's just been month after month of quality AAA titles from Xbox and not really a lot from PlayStation. I think Deathloop was probably the last big one I can think of. Um, but would you, time so, what are you classifying as quality AAA for Xbox then? No, I'd say like Forza, uh, yep. Psychonauts Two. See, is, is that game. is that triple? Uh, I I, mm, I wouldn't classify it as triple. So double, double A, double and a little lowercase. Double fine, double fine to me is a double A studio. It's not a triple yeah. A. But I think it's a fantastic game, and it's definitely worthy. Again, uh, I don't know if it's in here. I've not read through the full notes, but obviously, Game Awards got announced. Yep, uh, and that is uh, one of the uh, nominations. Yep. Uh, for Game of the Year, definitely deserves to be in that list. Uh, and I think obviously this month coming up we've got Halo, uh, and I think yeah they just they just seem to be going like they seem to be picking up speed and all of the plans they made at the beginning are really coming to fruition for me yeah. for Xbox and I think yeah they're they're definitely setting this up for some long term uh, success. Definitely. Uh, Top lift. Your second question is um, what are we hoping to see slash be revealed at the Game Awards? We'll talk about Game Awards next week just so I've got the guys here and we can do like a whole thing about it. So don't think I ignored your question, but we'll talk about it all of Game Awards next week. Uh, let's jump into what's been in our box then, Despawn. What have you been playing, my friend? I mean, Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but Halo. I spent... Uh... We'll, get into, we'll talk about it, obviously, probably. But I spent a couple of days, uh, well, a couple of hours just flipping between, again, talking about Xbox and how great their infrastructure is. They just recently released the cloud gaming update for yeah. uh, the new uh, generation. So you can just play cloud games now on your Xbox Series X, your Xbox yep. One. Uh, I've been trying that out. So again, I jumped into a couple of rounds of Halo using that uh, on my Xbox One X uh, using cloud. How was it? A couple of games. Absolutely flawless. Um, I would add that I am running like direct fiber uh, yeah. via Ethernet cable uh, and like 500 meg speeds. So I'm I'm getting a good connection anyway. Yeah. But I couldn't tell the difference honestly. And I was playing some puzzle games which involve obviously um, quite a lot of intricate button presses. So you have to be like on farm. There's no lag or anything. Yeah. It basically felt like I downloaded the game and started playing it. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing a couple of games. I tried I am fish for a little bit. Oh okay. Uh, weird. Um, 
like kind of get to A to B kind of puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, that was fun, uh, but I don't know if it's one I'd go back to, but it was definitely fun to try out. Uh, and then, yeah, just a week of Halo. So what are your overall thoughts with a week of Halo in you? What do you think of the game then? Uh, High-level thoughts, I think they have done an amazing job. I think the year delay shows uh, from even just from a couple of the early previews that we saw. I think they've done an absolutely amazing job over at 343. Uh, again, I've said earlier that I'm not, I was never a massive multiplayer fan when it came to Halo. I was always very much campaign heavy. Um, but this has been a multiplayer a game that I've just loved spending my time in. It is so much fun squatting up with friends uh, and just running rampant through some uh, capture the flags of stronghold matches. Yeah, uh, And yeah, I think they've done an amazing job. I can see me spending a lot of time in this game. And I think they did a really good job dropping it early for building that hype for the uh, campaign reveal next month. Yeah, I played probably about seven hours in, something like that. Um, I really enjoy it. I think Halo multiplayer is a lot of fun, as most of you know. Not a Halo guy at all. Um, and definitely not a Halo multiplayer guy at all. Like, it's never interested me. Um, day one, really enjoyed it. Enjoying learning the maps, learning the new modes. You've got to think like Griffball and stuff like that isn't modes that I'm I'm not familiar with. So even playing it, I'm like, oh man, it's actually a lot of fun. Um, it, it plays phenomenally. I've been playing on mass and keyboard, so I've been playing on PC. Um, and it plays amazing it feels amazing it is it is very 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 good the only thing i would say from what i've played so far is and i know people are gonna people and this is something i've had a conversation about and people are like i'm missing it and i understand why i missed it because i never played the previous games but it's more halo and that is what it is but I think the thing that I am missing and people and people were quick to remind me is you've got to remember Halo hasn't felt like Halo in a really long time is what people yeah. keep telling me. So we talk about Halo 2, Halo 3 multiplayer, right? And people are like, this feels like Halo 2 and Halo 3. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense because that's what I remember. They're the ones I remember most playing. And it feels exactly like that. But I am not, I am not quite understanding that we've had a number of Halo games since two and three that haven't quite felt right to people and this the dark times no exactly i wasn't i wasn't and i think that's the 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 big thing from from a non-halo fans point of view right it's it's more halo and that's a great thing and that's why i'm enjoying it and that's why i'm enjoying playing it but to people that are hardcore halo fans like yeah halo's back and i think that's a really remarkable thing i feel like the multiplayer was always in a healthy place um i know you're saying that the year off has done them good i don't know how much clearly it's done it has done them good because having more time will always help um but i always thought the multiplayer was going to be fine it was always the campaign that i've been worried about and time will tell that the campaign isn't that far away um at the end of the day and I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to play it um but yeah we're, we're, time will tell time will tell and um yeah i'm glad i'm glad the multiplayer's out i'm enjoying playing it looking for a squad to play with so please hit me up anybody um hit me up on twitter if you want to play um but yeah I'm, I'm i'm really enjoying it really 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 enjoying it I think the thing that, um, again, going to what people have been saying about oh, it feels like Halo again, um, I think the problem that like Halo 4 and 5 specifically had uh, was they were trying to make it too much like every other shooter, like make it a bit more fast-paced and stuff like that, Yeah. Uh, which isn't what Halo feels like, and I think that is what they kind of lost. This feels like that really good middle ground, so it feels like when you're running around, you feel like Master Chief, like the classic Halo 1 to 3 and Reach. So let's say the Bungie era of Master Chief. Yeah. Uh, so you, it feels like that, but it's got those added extras to kind of like bring it up to more modern standards. So you've got like the grapples, the uh, the quick dodges, things like yeah. that, the clambers. So those kind of like quality of life extras that just make it feel a bit more fast paced without taking the heart out of it, uh, which is, I think, something that was lost from the earlier games. Got I think this does a really good job of capturing that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I think that's probably where people like it feels like Halo again, but it also feels slightly modern still, which is great. Yeah, for someone, I think for someone like me who's jumping in, we're like, oh yeah, this, this this feels great. But if you're someone again, like you've just said, it's 
it's those small, minute details that make it feel good for old school players, but it is also now been modernized with the tools in which you just spoke about. So, yeah, man, overall, very positive experience with Halo multiplayer so far. Um, haven't had a chance to play Halo with the boys. I can't even get them to show up for the podcast anymore. So, you can see why I'm so uh, against playing video games with them. Can't you, audience? <laughs> yeah. Can't you? Um, let's jump into this week's dashboard, Despawn. Let's get through it. Let's get through some of this amazing news that we have. Before uh, we do, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, just to go back to the Halo thing, I would say there is a couple of negatives I have. I will okay. negative mainly, and I think it's the one that a lot of people have shared. It is the battle pass. Uh, we're gonna get to that that's why i'm holding okay. off we'll get to it we'll okay. get to it we'll get okay, to it okay that's fine yeah 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 uh so this week's dashboard we got forza news coming out which is uh forza horizon 5 uh, had the biggest first week in xbox history uh microsoft has confirmed that forza horizon 5 has seen the biggest launch of any xbox title in history uh being played uh sorry with having now 10 million players 10 million players. It's a lot of players. I, I think from I think from my point of view, I'm I've been again I've been covering Xbox for such a long time now. I remember when Sunset came out and Bryson of Rome and all these these really fun Xbox exclusives and they just weren't getting numbers. And to yeah. look where they were then to see where we are now with yeah. Forza Horizon 5 has 10 million players in a week wild absolutely wild big shout out to playground games great studio and i've said it before and i'll say it again i cannot wait for fable i believe in what's coming with fable i really 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 do um yeah man i'm, I'm super proud of him have you played Forza of horizon 5 at all played a ton of it yeah. yeah um i'm definitely one of the probably the newer players to it in so much as like i'm not a racing fan uh, yeah it's not something i've ever played i played like bits of horizon 4 uh, a bit of the earlier motorsport but never one that kind of got its hooks into me mm. this one has done it uh, i think the world they built is beautiful uh, some of the arcade elements that they've brought into it is a ton of fun uh, and yeah it's just uh, it's just wonderful driving around and i think yeah it is truly one of the most beautiful games i've seen on a console as well yeah so it's oh it's remarkable it's, it's done a ph phenomenal job and like you say i cannot wait to see what they do with the world of fable uh yeah. if they make it even look like the world that they've built of mexico uh with the different vistas and stuff yep i, I can't wait i'm honestly yeah. so excited me too really i really 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 am really but congratulations to playground on 10 million players next piece of news Halo related, Halo Infinite campaign co-op and Forge mode uh, releases were pushed back. Uh, so you won't be getting the co-op option for campaign mode until May 2022 at the earliest. <clears throat> and the four modes will be further down the line. Speaking to Eurogamer 343 head and creative uh, Joseph uh, Statman, Statman? Confirmed that the game uh, game's extension of Halo Infinite Season 1 means that too much requested features have been delayed. When 343 announced that the campaign uh, would not be at launch, they made it clear that it would drop during Season 2 and Season 3 in the latter stages. Staten confirmed that with Season 1 now taking place for around 6 months instead of the planned 3, those modes would also be pushed back. It's... <sighs> It's really sucky yeah. that co-op is not there. Forge mode, I can get over, but I understand that people... If you're annoyed and you're upset by this, you should be, and you can be. I don't think this is one of those things that, like, oh, get over it. It's like, no, like, some people's Halo campaigns were played co-op. If they did this for Gears, oh my god, I'd be through the roof. Yeah. through the roof so i was just gonna say like my entire uh history with gears is playing it co-op yeah uh, and yeah if if i was someone like that who did that with halo i would be uh, rightfully upset um i mean playing devil's advocate i mean if it's not ready it's not ready uh they are building an open world game for the first time uh is this if it's not ready delay the game yeah but again they've just had one year delay i mean yeah you're right it's not ready it's not ready yeah. If it's not ready, it's not ready. Just, I, under I understand. 
I understand the reason of like, we got to get this out the door and they probably see the numbers for the amount of people who actually play multiplayer. I understand all that. But if you are somebody who's excited for Halo Infinite and the way you play is with your brother, with your sister, with your grandma, with your fiance, with your whatever, yeah? You are now not going to get to have the experience that you want. And you're not getting it for a long time. It's not like it's coming a month after or it's coming a week after or it's coming two weeks. No, six months. That's a long old time to be waiting for a campaign that you've been waiting how many years for as well. So I'm on, I am definitely off the mind. If you're upset by this, you're allowed to be upset. Obviously, don't be mean. Don't be nasty. Don't be, don't be stupid on the internet. But I, I feel for you guys. I really, really, really do. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I understand. Next piece of Halo news is all about the controversial multiplayer progression system. Um, I was, I've been saving this one. I haven't said anything on Twitter or anything like that. So I was waiting for the podcast. It's probably the only thing I dislike about the entire multiplayer. Yep. Is its progression system. There's a, there's a couple of points, but yeah, the it's all mainly around the uh, the progression system. The big the big thing for me is the progression system. Yeah. I am not somebody anymore, unfortunately, who has time to be amazing at video games. It's not something I'm able to do anymore, and I do not like my time being wasted, and I like to feel like I'm progressing at all times. Something I think Call of Duty does really well with their battle pass. Something yeah. I think Fortnite does amazing with. Rocket League, the list goes on. I know why they've tried to do the, the progression system this way. Because they want... It's a free-to-play game, obviously, number one. And number two, they want people to be playing all different types of modes and experience the entirety of the game. I dislike it. Yeah, I don't think it's fun. I think it, it... I said I literally said the other day, I was like, so I'm getting wins and I'm getting all these kills. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm bottom of the leaderboard. doesn't matter if I'm top of the leaderboard. doesn't matter if I've got 20,000 headshots. doesn't matter if I've... There just isn't that sense of progression through the entire of the game. They are, they are, they are, they are changing things, and things are changing very quickly, and they are... It's nice to hear 343 be on top of it, but I think the whole progression system needs a rework. I'd agree. I think um, I know they've come out and said that obviously now you get every match you get a 50 XP play any match uh, update. But that's not enough. That's, yeah, worked it out. It was like 20. You have to play 20 matches to go up one level. Great. Which well, I put own, I put like seven hours in. I was still level one. Yeah. And well, I'm like, it, like, they only what? just recently updated it, and it's just like, yeah, it's not great. My main problem with it is that the challenges, again, like you said, they don't reward how well you do in a no. match. It is all very much do this specific scenario, which for me goes completely against what Halo is, because Halo is a team-based shooter. Yeah. And if all you're doing is uh, objectives to not help the team, but to get certain kills or specific explosions and stuff. Dude. Like one of them's to blow up a warthog. It's like, what, it's, how does that help the team? Play Griff Ball, right? Yeah. Like, there's another thing I've got uh, annoyed, annoyance with. Playing Griff Ball and... The whole objective of the game is to carry this down ball and survive for the longest time. So I'm playing objective. I'm bottom of the leaderboard with the most time. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm doing what I should be top of the leaderboard because I'm doing what the objective is. It's like I never, I, th that is my biggest gripe with Halo Infinite. I never feel rewarded for doing the right thing. Getting kills, I'm not rewarded. Playing the objective, I'm not rewarded. Like, getting assists, I'm not rewarded. I just never feel rewarded while playing it. The only time that ever comes into play is in ranked mode, and there is no benefit to ranking up as far as I can see, apart from just having a little badge next to your name. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's all very much about uh, your KDA and ranked. But yeah, again, when it comes to the challenges and unlocking the cosmetics, uh, none of that matters. It's all no. very much about those specific challenges that they've decided we need to do. Um, and yeah, and then obviously, if you don't want to do any of them and you want to skip them, uh, it's going to cost you money. Yep. Uh, because otherwise, yeah, you either pay for the, um, which I get, Battle Pass, you need to pay for. Uh, it's how they get the long term uh, community involved uh, and keep the game going for longer. Yeah. But yeah, it's very much a case of you either 
don't help the team and do these objectives, or you pay your way out of it to get. I know why it is though. It's because the battle pass is six months long, Mm -hmm. so they can't reward you for being good at the game, because otherwise you're going to blow through it. Yeah, and then they have no other. Excuse me. They have no other content. So, yeah, I, I was, that is the biggest disappointment I have with it. I do generally think the Battle Pass system needs a whole a whole workaround, a whole, yeah. the progression system, sorry, not Battle Pass, progression system, well, I suppose they're tied into each other intrinsically, but um, they, need, they need to be reworked. They need to be reworked. I'm, I'm kind of hoping, <coughs> that obviously, because this, this first season one Battle Pass is six months long, I'm hoping when they start moving towards a three-month cycle that... It's going to be the same they, still. Yeah, but I'm hoping that they'll do something like, again, giving them six months down the line, they can make a lot of changes. I'm hoping by that time they'll have a rework in place. Uh, it'll be a lot easier to upgrade. Because doing this for six months, uh, you might make it to 100. I think I've been playing... I've done about 20 hours in the game already. Yeah. And I think I'm at level seven or eight now. Okay. Uh, so I'm, it's slowly but surely... Uh, improving but like i'm hoping by the end of this that obviously they'll have made a massive improvement to it it'll be a lot easier because i can't imagine trying to hit level 100 with three months with this current progression system no it's not gonna happen yeah no i agree i agree um next piece of news is about halo infinite again shockingly uh releasing halo infinite on steam looks like it was a very good decision by xbox uh halo infinite's multiplayer was released the other day, uh, and Xbox Game Studios' decision to launch it on Steam was a good decision. This one's from IGN, by the way, from Jared Moore, who says, as per Steam DB, the game has had a huge influx in players within the first day since release. Across the period, Halo Infinite's peak numbers players eclipsed the quarter of a million mark, which sat at 272,856, instantly ranking it at number 22 in the platform's all time peak player counting ranking it's placed above games like payday 2 rust and skyrim destiny 2 as well so good job halo congratulations to them i'm glad the game's doing well it was a very smart decision for them to for them to launch this on launches on steam as well as it was the only place where it was working so i was happy <laughs> yeah i mean i think it finally kicked in on xbox yeah. like an hour after the announcement but yeah i think steam was definitely a good choice i think it, again it, it goes into what we're talking at the beginning of the show about like microsoft's just plan for the future of just get the games everywhere uh, and uh, link it into the xbox ecosystem but as long as you're playing their games they're happy yep uh, and i think yeah it obviously shows that it's working well for them I mean, for it to be on Steam, they've already, they've got Game Pass. Obviously, you can play it through that. Why does it doesn't hurt them at all to put it on Steam? It's a free to play game. It doesn't hurt them. I mean, I think it showed with uh, again with Forza as well. I think the numbers for Steam alone were fantastic. Yep. Uh, and obviously, that is a paid game. Yep. So yeah, it makes total sense to keep put it everywhere and let people make the choice. And I think that's been basically Xbox's ethos from the beginning of just like give players the choice of how they want to play the games. Uh, except just not on Sony consoles, and that's fine. Yeah. Next up, Saints Row has been delayed until August 2022. Deep Silver... Excuse me. Deep Silver and Volition have today confirmed that Saints Row has officially been delayed. Uh, Volition? I've said that, right? Right? Volition, yeah. Volition. uh, Saints Row's reboot is now due to arrive... August 23rd, 2022, seven months later than the initially planned arrival date on February 25th, 2022. Uh, Volition's uh, chief uh, creative officer, Jim Bone, announced the delay via Twitter um, and had this to say, quote, Our priority is to create the best Saints Row game yet. And if we release on the original date, it would not be up to standards we set ourselves and that they're expecting and deserve, wrote Bone. The team just needs more time to 
do our vision justice. We're doing some fine tuning and there won't be much change to the game outside of the overall quality and polish. In all honesty, we underestimated the impact COVID would have on our schedule, although everyone adapted very quickly to working from home arrangements and continued to be incredi incredibly uh, proactive. No, productive, sorry. Rest assured, we uh, rest assured there will be any changes. There won't be any changes to the story or the characters or anything like that. We're loving, uh, lovingly imagined over the last few years, already shared with you. So there you have it. Big delay coming. Which, to be honest with you, getting out of February for them is probably a good thing. Like February, January, February's yeah. packed as it is. So I think get, that alone, yeah, getting out is not is not the worst thing in the world. Is yeah. not and. I think we've, as a, uh, as just like video game players and like just this community, I think we've kind of come to realize like if you've got a delayed game, fine, delay it, whatever, whatever's best for the uh, the developers yeah. and the game in general. Uh, I'm fine waiting that extra few months. Uh, again, I've waited an extra year for Halo, so I will wait <laughs> an extra few months for Saints Row. And like you yeah. said at the beginning there, like it is definitely good to get out of February. That is a busy month. Yeah, it's a uh... <sighs> good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Whatever I'm you want. Time of work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, WWE 2K22 sees return of general manager mode plus new factions mode. 2K has revealed a number of new features that will be part of WWE 2K22, uh, sorry, 22, including the long-awaited return of GM mode and a brand new mode in which you put together a faction of superstars across. Uh, from across every era of WWE. General manager mode has not been seen in a WWE game since WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2008, but it will finally return in 2K22. Um, the mode, just explaining what it is, if you don't know what it is, obviously go and check out IGN's article. Um, you've got my GM, you've got factions, you've got uh, my rise mode, which allows you to experience the journey of a WWE superstar from rookie to legendary uh, superstar and returning, um, and the returning universal mode creation suite, etc., etc., etc. The game looks good. Um, from what I've seen so far, graphically, it looks good. It looks fun. I'm a big WWE game fan. Always have been. I've loved the games. The last three have been absolute doo-doo from 2K. Yeah. Very, very, very bad. I'm hopeful for this one. Yeah, I mean, it looks nice. Um, as somebody who follows wrestling in general, Yeah. I'm concerned... Because uh, just talking non-gaming news, they have let a lot of people go recently. Yep. I'm concerned at how that's going to affect the roster. Well, the roster's going to be tiny. <laughs> it's, be, it's basically you versus The Undertaker <laughs> in a 12-month match. Teddy Long comes um, out and screams it. You yeah. are going one-on-one -on -one with The Undertaker, player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a tag match, but we don't have anyone for you to tag with. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm interested to see how that's affected it because I can imagine there's been because a lot of this is like with the cuts, it's like not a lot of uh, leeway of like letting people know. No. So you've got to think again. The stories, there's voice lines and stuff for the GM mode and things like yep. that that are in there for characters that will no longer be in the game. Yeah. If, if those or maybe they are still in the game because they probably still have the license to the character. Maybe with WWE, um, they probably still own the license to some of them. It's the yeah. weird thing. It's just going to be weird to see. Daniel Bryan pop up in <laughs> won't be him, but you know what I Daniel mean. Daniel Bryan, who's Dan that? What? Yeah, yeah. I really want it to do well. I think the uh, the two K games are always fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I hope that it does well just for the developers alone, because I know there was a lot of issues. I think it was it was it the last game in WWE two K twenty. I think was the last game that they made. Yeah, they skipped twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, twenty was. 20 was well, terrible. I mean, quote, unquote, unbanked, Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, so I hope that the, the extra year has uh, done them well. I hope that, obviously, the developers are good and they have managed to make a good game. But, yeah, I'm interested to see how this one plays out. Yeah, I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. I'm probably going to try and do a series in it because I just enjoy playing wrestling games. So we'll see what happens, though.
Next up, I guess there's nothing better than making a Royal Rumble and just letting the game play, <laughs> play itself. Yeah, exactly. Just characters and just go for it. Uh, next up, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, sorry, this is the last story. Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, a game we've not actually spoken about much on the podcast, um, gets its first major update. Um, so for those who don't know, this game, the, these games actually have launched in an absolute terrible state. Um which is really shocking from Rockstar because Rockstar are usually there's a reason we haven't got a new GTA in a whole generation you yeah. know and there's a reason they stopped doing the 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 Vice Cities and the San Andreas's and the um the offshoot games I remember on the PSP at one point we were getting GTA games like every year at yeah. one point, and they were just like, nope, we're not doing this anymore. Obviously, this trilogy dropped. A lot of people were excited to go back and play San Andreas 3 and Vice City. Um, I've I've not played it myself. Um, they didn't, there was, I don't think, I don't think how you got a review copy for this game because Rockstar would just disappear. I don't know where they're at. Um, but all I've seen is terrible news. So I'm hoping this update is the 1st of May that fi that will fix the games, obviously. Have you played it at all, Despawn? Yeah, and I hit a, a game-breaking bug within the first 10 minutes. There you go. So, yeah, I'm hoping that they fix it because uh, I do want to go back. So I tried the... Uh, so they did a weird thing of putting certain games on PlayStation Now. Uh, and yeah, San Andreas is on, uh, on uh, Game Pass, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I tried San Andreas and, yeah... Within the first 10 minutes, I couldn't continue. Basically, a bike spawned in the doorway of my house. Okay. And so whenever whenever you try to leave the house, it spawned you to the left. Uh, and so when you tried to go down the stairs, you went into the uh, the section where it moves you back into your house. Uh, so I was just going in and out of my house God. constantly because there's a bike in my way. And it's like, cool, cool, cool. Doesn't sound cool. Cool. <laughs> like, oh shit here we go again oh shit here we go again come on man come on uh let's plug 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 and get ourselves out of here this week this when we got to plug this week dude me um yeah. uh you can find me everywhere at paul despawn that is twitch.tv youtube.com twitter everywhere i've just uh, released my second episode of the despawn podcast where we talk to fans about their fandoms this week is about kingdom hearts Things. so yeah so that was a very interesting conversation so yeah please go check that out fair enough uh yeah i'm i've got nothing to plug right this precise moment um i mean you can go check out the dice age which is my new board game show over on jinx it's on their website as well because a lot of people keep saying to me i missed it live i missed it live um i'll have a lot to talk about next week because uh, i know the date in which my episode of game masters goes out now so I'll be able to talk about that next week. Um, and I'm working on a video of why I've not uploaded for a month on YouTube because I haven't uploaded for a whole month on YouTube for the first time in like a really long time. Um, so, yes, I will be back. Um, I'm working on a whole video. It's a whole process. Unfortunately, my thoughts go out to... I don't know how many of you guys listening will know uh, Shotgun McPain, but he's he's having going through some stuff at the moment and he's my editor um so i've not had he's not available to work i have not been able to do it myself because i've been so overwhelmed and tired with other things so yeah i just um i'll be back i promise uh go subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com slash my xbox and me go subscribe to youtube.com slash mc fixer let crash and matt p know they let you down this week for not showing up uh show all the love you can to despawn because he did show up and he's not even a part of the crew how are you gonna miss halo week guys after all the the, the shit talk you want to give me how are you gonna how are you gonna oh, do you know what don't worry about it. Don't, don't even worry about it. don't even worry about it until next time we will love you Leave you and see you all later. Good boys.